And she said, I would rather be outside of Seventh-day Adventism than profess to be a Seventh-day Adventist with such jealousy and strife. I'm going to pause right now because I want the missionaries to confirm what I just said. If what I just said is the truth, just say amen back there, our missionaries. Amen. That was weak. One more time. And then Sister Y gave it to me. Look at the screen. In Fundamentals of Christian Education, page 277, it says this. Anger. No, second sentence. How many prodigals? How many what? Who are prodigals? Those who were once in the house, church, but have left. How many prodigals are kept out of the kingdom of God by the unlovely character of those who claim to be Christians jealousy envy pride and uncharitable feelings self-righteousness these are the attributes of Satan and she said the only thing I held on to that same mom and pop store. Only thing I held on to was the health reform principle. So our restaurant is all plant-based. Looking on the days of operation, ours, the, the restaurant was all, is also open on God's Sabbath. Now pause. That excuse she can't use in a judgment. Let's be plain, amen? She, that would not hold up in a judgment. Why did you not obey me? Well, because other Adventists were jealous and strife among... I won't even finish my sentence. That will not stand in the judgment. And that's why, come now, that's why, my friends, just before the cross, what was Christ's prayer in Gethsemane? Based on John 17, that they all be, that they all be, souls are not coming in. Hold on now. Hold on. Oh, preacher, my time is going. Write down testimonies, volume 6, volume 6, page 370, 371, Sister White says, God does not now work to bring many in the church, in the truth. Why? Because of church members who were never converted and those who were once converted have now backslidden. What influence will these unconverted have upon new converts? And the context of that statement is health reform. Volume 6, 370, page 371. But this is also potent fundamentals of Christian education. 277, God does not bring many in. The prodigals won't come back because of jealousy and strife in our churches. Hold on. Let me come closer and be more pointed. Do you know why many of our relatives don't accept Seventh-day Adventism? Because they see strife even in your marriages. 
Many of them go to Sunday keeping churches. And you may be the only Seventh-day Adventist in your relatives, your whole family. And you have been witnessing to them and they refuse to accept. Do you know why? This may be the reason because in your marriage, there's war and strife. And they use that as a hook to hang their doubts upon. Even though that won't pass in the judgment, you are causing others to fall. It's a challenge today, friends. Dear God, rid me of jealousy. What do you say, my friends? That was weak. One more time, dear God, rid me of jealousy. What do you say? If you want God to give you victory over every sin, raise your hand right now, my friend. Go to John 17 as I bring this to a close. Where are we going to, my friends? John chapter 17. Now, the reason why I love this prayer in John 17 is because Sister White says this prayer of Christ in John 17, hear me, hear me, hear me, was not just words for him while he was on earth. Sister White says it's the same words he's praying within the veil. It's the same words he's praying where? Within the veil. Look at this, John 17, go to verse number 6. Jesus says, I have manifested thy name. You know, first, normally when I'm closing a message, people go to sleep. You know, you preach too long. But this is not a sermon. It's a challenge. Don't sleep on these two last points. Jesus says, I have manifested your what? What must be in the foreheads of the 144,000? Father's name. Come to verse 11. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name. The 144,000 had the Father's Name in their foreheads. Those whom thou hast what? Given me that they may be what? One. As we are one. Slow it down. Beside verse number 11, put down ministry of healing. Page 422. 422. Sister White says, they are one in purpose, mind, and character, but they are not one person. In this sense, the Father and Christ are one. We all must be one the same way, one in purpose. And what should be our purpose? To get victory over sin and to preach the present truth. How to get victory over sin. Is that point clear, my friends? One in mind. Philippians 2, let this Mind being you, which was also in who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with, but made himself of what, my friends? Let, let there be no strife or self-glory. Back to the point. One in purpose, mind and what? Character. Come to verse 12 now. It says, uh, now put down the desire of ages, page 834, the desire of ages, page 834. This is a prayer 
Christ is now praying within the veil. Come to verse 12, John 17. While I was with them in the world, I kept, kept them in thy name. 144,000. Those that thou gavest me, I kept. And none of them is lost. But who was lost? The son of perdition, so that the scriptures might be what? So was there one lost before the cross? So what will happen before the mark of the beast? Mercy. And the ones who are saved and being saved, how were they kept? In the Father's name. And what is in the forehead? Do you see how we have come full circle? What is in the forehead of the 144,000? The fathers. And what's the name? Character. Love. Loving obedience to God's Ten Commandments. Love. Calling sinners to repentance. Love without jealousy and envy. So why was Judas lost? Go to Psalm 109. Why was Judas lost? The Bible tells us no, friends, talk to me. What did Christ not do to save Judas? Who do you think Jesus spent more time with? Peter, Thomas, John, James, Matthew, Philip, who? Judas. Who do you think he spent more time with? Why? If you foreknew that a child would be lost, and you have other children. Who would you spend more time with? Who? Christ spent more time with Judas Iscariot. Look at verse number four. Psalm 109, verse four says, For my love, they are my adversaries. But I give myself unto prayer. Verse five. And they have what? Rewarded me. Evil for good. And what? Hatred for my love. Verse 6. Set thou a wicked man over him. And let Satan stand at his right hand. Who is this? Judas. Verse 8. Let his days be few. And let another take his office. Who is that my friends? Judas is carried. Come to verse number, verse 13. Let his posterity be cut off. And in the generation following, let the what? So what will happen to the name of Judas Iscariot? Blotted out. I wonder why. Did Christ show him his love? But Judas did not reciprocate that love. And as a result, Judas will be blotted out. As seven-day Adventists, as present truth believers who believe in the sanctuary, what is the final work before Christ returns? The blotting out of confessed and surrendered sins. What must we reciprocate to Jesus? in order for our names not to be blotted out, but sins be blotted out. Love. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments and surrender every sin. What will you return to Christ today, my friends? What? 
has Jesus been loving toward you? Can somebody raise a hand? In one phrase, quickly, just share with us how you experience Christ's love this week, yesterday, this morning. Be very brief. My sister, go ahead. Your hand was up. Go ahead. For spearing your life. Anyone else? One brief. Yes. Peace. For his provisions and being there when I needed him the most, my sister. So some, must I repeat that? Someone told her not to come to these meetings. And what did you say, my sister? I'm going by God's grace to hear God's word for myself. Is that love? And when you leave, what can you tell them you heard from God? Praise God. My brother, all the way in the back. Safe, you came from Ohio here? Safe travel from all the way from Ohio. That's love, my friends. Anyone else? Answering my prayer, my prayer requests, my brother. What now, brother? Return love from his family. What love is this, my friends? God's mercies. Anyone else? How are we going to reciprocate that love, my sister? Health. And we take that for granted. Health and strength. My brother. Show, making a way out of no way. I wish you were here last night in person. Christ, you're online. Amen. Christ's creative works. He made some things out of nothing. Love. Anyone else? My sister. Grace, anyone else? Mercy. Mer oh, we could go on and on. My brother right here. A peace of mind. My sister, all in the back. Perseverance. When you feel like giving up, he encourages. Psalm 23, he leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul, my brother. Amen. Amen. My sister, giving you a loving husband, godly husband. Yes, my sister. Strength in your faith. How are we going to respond today, my friends? We can be like... Judas, go back to verse 5. Verse 5, they have rewarded me. What? That brought tears to my eyes. Evil for my good, hatred for my love. Mercy, friends. Verse 14, we close. Verse 14, let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the Lord, and let not the sin of his mother be what? Blotted out. My friends, what event in the last days signals the, that Jesus is about to blot out sins? 
what even triggers that is the Sunday law, friends. And do you know the world is uniting? And the more the world is uniting under a false premise within God's church, you see more division. Sad. And yet, I told a brother last week, yet, when the Sunday law is passed, we are going to be surprised to realize, wait a minute, we're all on the same team? That's when many of us will realize we are all on the same team. Why is there jealousy among us when we claim to be living and preaching present truth? It says, headline, for the sake of generations to come. Faith leaders, what friends? Unite to combat what? Climate change. Notice, who are the ones uniting? Watch carefully. Are they blowing trumpets? First sentence, we blow the horn to wake slumbers from their sleep and to sound the what, my friends, the alarm. So we blow it to sound the alarm for the climate emergency. Hold on there. They are blowing the alarm for climate emergency and the climate movement will usher in the Sunday law. Yet our pastors aren't sounding the trumpet. The church is asleep. Red words. It says, we have an urgent challenge which we all share. A moral challenge. It's not just a political issue or an economic issue. It's also a, a moral issue. And all of us are standing together with what? One voice. If it's a moral issue, you must have a moral solution. What will it be? What will it be? A Sunday law. Now they are putting aside their what? Differences. Despite the differences in our faith, we are all uniting to combat climate change. Yet what is happening among Seventh-day Adventists? Mercy, <laughs> Last sentence, we stand together for our what? Who calls this earth the common home? The Pope on top, Laudato Si, on care for our common home. And we're told, my friends, watch carefully. What does he say every nation must enforce to combat climate change? He says, Sunday, my friends, it's Revelation 17. On the one head, they will all unite. And they're all uniting on the papacy to combat climate change and for Sunday. Yet Seventh-day Adventists should now be uniting on the true head. Who is he? Jesus, the head of the church. But what is in our hearts? Jealousy, sin. Notice now, June 28th, it says, uh, Pope, Orthodox, 
and Catholics joining what, my friends? Forces. It says, watch carefully, it says, given the alarming ecological crisis that we are experiencing, promoting care for our common home, watch this, is not only for us, believers. As for how many? Who else? So their movement and the solution is not just for Catholics, Orthodox, but for the world. What does the Pope say is for everybody? Headline says what? He says, no work Sundays. Good, not just for the faithful, but for who else? For the world, my friends. Our Sunday law is coming. Headline says what? The Pope says, the Eucharist is Jesus alive? Now hold on. What is the connection between the Eucharist and the very current events I just shared about climate change? The Pope says not only must the nations enforce Sunday to combat climate change, they must also partake of the Eucharist. He says, watch carefully, on the feast of Corpus Christi, Pope Francis said, that Jesus gave the what? The gave the church the Eucharist for the salvation of the world. It makes sense now. It makes sense. Listen to what he says here, my friend. It makes sense. He says, where am I? Last sentence, red words. And so, the day of rest centered on the what? Eucharist sheds its light on the whole week and motivates us to greater concern for the environment and the economy. The Eucharist, my friends. Ah, oh, beloved, are we here? Blue words, he says, it is a sacrament, Eucharist, of his body and his blood given for the salvation of the world. The feast provides an opportunity for the church to focus on Christ's real presence. Where? Is that true? Christ's presence in the Eucharist. An abomination, friends. Sunday. And yet, who do we have saying we can call the Lord's Supper the Eucharist? What a connection! A sad connection. We have professed Seventh-day Adventists, April 17th, 2019, saying we can call the Lord's Supper the Eucharist. Blue words, we can mark it Easter with the Eucharist. And then to justify it, Eucharist comes from the Greek word thanks. Then why none of our pioneers use that word Eucharist? They are prepping, they are preparing Seventh-day Adventists to partake of the Eucharist and Sunday observance. It goes on, red words. This is why the first Christians used this term Eucharist for the Lord's Supper. Which first Christians? There were many first Christians. Which one? Not the faithful, but the pagan. Because it's an expression of thanks. 
And here they are, my friends, past that, won't spend time there. And Sister White told us that this would take place, past that. She says that this idea of mass and the Eucharist, she says it is an idolatrous sacrifice. It is an abomination. And you say we must call the Lord's Supper Eucharist? Listen what they say to justify it. Is it right here? Yes. They said now Paul had no problem with eating food sacrificed to idols. But recognize that some who had done so as part of their worship before they became Christians would struggle disassociating that meaning from the food and should therefore avoid it. Then they say, Ad these are Adventism. Then they say, what was a pagan religious rite to some was nothing to Paul. Ah, so since the Roman Catholic Church reveres the Eucharist, it is pagan, but to us, like Paul, we must partake of it. They are preparing Seventh-day Adventists to become pagans. Sister White has read words that Christians were required on pain of what? Death to avow their faith in this horrible, heaven-insulting heresy. That's the that's the Eucharist, the Mass. Multitudes who refused were given to the open flames. And connected with that was the Inquisition. And who is this Pope of Rome? A Jesuit who spearheaded the Inquisition, friends. It all connects. It all connects. I'm going to stop right there. And friends, we must be united. And the only way we can be united. Have you ever heard the saying, those who pray together stay together? In my home we say, if we eat together, we stay together. Eat what? The word of God. And only those who are eating and drinking from the same fountain of blessing will be drawn closer together. Truth dwelling in the heart of believers will lead to happy and holy assimilation. But with the ungodly, there is a deceptive harmony. But that which partially conceals their perpetual discord in their efforts to overthrow God's will and his truth. They are united while on every other point they are bent with hatred, emulation, jealousy and deadly strife that's volume 5 page 100 book it put it down volume 5 page 100 unless we are drinking from the same fountain of blessings there will never be any unity among our churches and those who claim to be united it's a deceptive harmony the only unity is to go against present truth preachers and believers and among their so-called unity she says a deceptive harmony a deceptive harmony that conceals their emulation their jealousy their deadly strife beloved did you accept the challenge today dear God read from my heart jealousy read from my heart sin did you accept the challenge if so raise your hand hands down 
Did you see what Judas gave to Jesus for his love? Hatred. What will you give to Christ today? What will you return to him? Hatred or love? Which one, my friends? Which one? If you say love, come to the front right now for special prayer. This is consecration time to return our hearts back to God. He gave everything, everything, everything for us. And all we can give him is our hearts. That's all, friends. It's our hearts. It's our hearts. And the one whom Christ knew would betray him is the person he spent the more time with. Oh, what love is this, friends? For my love, they grant me hatred. How much love has Christ given to us? What will we return unto him today, friends? What? What will we give him today? On bended knees, we will seek God today. Save to serve online, kneel with me at this time. Wherever you are, even you who are local here, let's spend a few moments in prayer. I'll give you a few seconds just to respond to God in your heart. What did this message do for you today? Did it connect in your heart? Did you see your need? Did you see your need? Did you see God's long suffering with you? How will you respond to him today? Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blot out our sins, not our names, from the book of life. You are too good to us, too loving. Oh, my Lord. And how have we been treating you? Have mercy upon us, Lord. Today, we thank you for a second chance. Thank you. Help us not to waste this opportunity. And as we rise on our knees, open our eyes. Help us to make a vow to you knowing you will keep, help us to keep the vow. From this day forward, I choose to lovingly obey. I choose not to sin. Thank you. And Lord, thank you for the unity you have brought back into our marriages, in our homes, in our churches, in the two arms of your work regular, irregular. Let there be the true unity of love and truth among us, that we may be a force to reckon with, that we may make even Satan's camp tremble. Save us, we pray. It's time to arise and shine, Chattanooga. It's time to arise and shine, Seventh-day Adventist. It's time to arise and shine, Safe to serve, or a light has come. We send this prayer to you in the most holy place of the heavenly sanctuary.
in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.